Welcome back, Giants fans. So today we have a video going over players the Giants may release cut this offseason because apparently Joe Shane wants to clear around $40 million in cap space. So we'll go over some names the Giants could cut. There will be plenty of Giants videos coming up this offseason. You know, team needs, free agency, draft stuff. So stay tuned for those videos. Hope you guys enjoy this video and let's get into it. So according to overthecap.com, the Giants are at negative $11.3 million projected for 2022, which of course you can't have. Guys have to get cut from this team. Trades may have to happen, things like that. The Giants don't have much dead cap space. That's good. It's only $290,000 in dead cap space right now. But you would assume as guys get cut, there will be more dead cap space. If a guy like James Bradbury gets cut, for instance, that's like 8 or $9 million in dead cap space right there. So anyway, there will be some of that. But the Giants can get themselves in a decent position, hopefully, this offseason if Joe Shane makes some big moves and gets rid of most of these guys on this list. Anyway, we'll start at the top with James Bradbury. Bradbury, of course, spent two years with the Giants, had a phenomenal first year, took a bit of a step back in his second year, but still had a pretty good year overall. He's now 29 years old next year. He's slated to make $21.8 million in 2022, but has a dead cap hit of $9.7 million. So the Giants did restructure his contract multiple times this year just to fit their team under the cap for the 2021 season. So Bradbury, unfortunately, does have some money owed to him in 2023, but it's only $1.3 million. As for next season, if the Giants were to cut James Bradbury, they can save themselves $12.1 million. So just cutting Bradbury alone will get the Giants back into the positives because they're already at negative $11 million. So if they cut Bradbury, they're back, you know, past zero. They can get back into the positive and not the negative. So that would be the good news. The bad news is that James Bradbury is still a good NFL player. Like he's not a lockdown corner and Definitely not a top five corner by any means, but James Bradbury is a very useful player for this Giants defense. Now, there is a scenario where Don Martindale comes in, James Bradbury does not adjust to the scheme properly, and he has a down year, of course. That's definitely possible because Patrick Graham was more of a zone guy, and it seems like James Bradbury thrived in that defense. Maybe with Don Martindale, he sends a lot of pressure. He's going to ask his corners to play a lot of man. Maybe Bradbury's not a great scheme fit. Anyway, but getting rid of Bradbury doesn't help the team. He's a good football player, but I could see a world where Joe Shane looks at that $12 million saving and goes, you know what? James is a good player, but it saves us a lot of money, so we have to go in that direction. So personally, if money was not a thing, I'd rather keep James Bradbury, but based on the contract, Joe Shane may have to make that tough decision. Next, we have wide receiver Sterling Shepard, who has the longest tenure Giants, but it seems like, you know, he may not be here next year. I think we know that. He's already 29, which makes me feel old as hell. I remember like the day he was drafted. It doesn't feel like it was that long ago. But anyway, Shepard had a good Giants career when he was on the field. The problem was he was not on the field very often. Unfortunately, in week 15 this year, he tore his Achilles, which of course is very tough to come back from. So the Giants can wait to cut him after June 1st and save themselves more money. So Shepard slated to make $12.4 million in 2022. If the Giants wait past June 1st, they can save $8.5 million in 2022 and then $9.5 million in 2023. He has two years left on his contract. Recovering from the injury, the Giants still have Kenny Galladay, Kadarius Toney, of course, they can draft a wide receiver. They don't need it to have another one. And Shepard has unfortunately proven that he really can't be relied on to stay healthy for a full season. So 
I was always a fan of his, and it will be sad to see him go, but that's probably the most likely outcome. Hopefully, Shepard can go to a contender and win for once because, you know, ever since Shepard's rookie year after that, the Giants have been an awful football team. So hopefully Shepard goes to maybe a Green Bay, Kansas City, something like that, and can help, you know, a team win a Super Bowl going forward. But his career with the Giants is probably unfortunately over, but the Giants can save themselves near $10 million um, for each season the next two years if he were gone. Next, we have Saquon Barkley. And oh boy, I can already see the comments going, you want Saquon Barkley gone? Well, here, here's the thing about this. So it's interesting because if the Giants were to just outright cut Saquon Barkley, they would have $7.2 million in dead cap space. So like you're not going to outright cut Saquon Barkley. That's not going to happen. The Giants picked up his fifth-year option, so Saquon's under contract for one more year. But if the Giants were to trade Saquon Barkley, the Giants save $7.2 million. Now, what type of return can the Giants get for Saquon Barkley? That's the big question. I do believe in my mind, Joe Shane is a positional value guy, understands you don't need running backs to win. I do think Joe Shane's going to be on the phones and try to see what he can get for Saquon Barkley. Does that mean he's going to trade him? No. But if Joe Shane gets an offer that he likes and thinks is fair for Saquon Barkley, I could see a world where he's traded this offseason. But the problem is Saquon's had back-to-back, well, really three years in a row of being injured. Of course, he missed basically all of 2020. Missed some time in 2019 with the ankle. Missed some time this year with the ankle. So Saquon Barkley is not going to be valued as highly as I'm sure many Giants fans want him to be valued at. So if the Giants get offered a second round pick, I think you jump on that in a second. If it's a third round pick, you think about it. And Joe Shane may actually pull the trigger on that. So I think Joe Shane, a guy who wants to save money and looks at Saquon Barkley and says, I can save $7.2 million if this guy is gone or if we trade him, then you know what? He may do that. I'm not sure it's going to happen, but I'm sure Joe Shane will at least reach out to other teams and see what's going on. And if he gets a good offer, I could see a world where Saquon Barkley is in fact traded. Next, we have linebacker Blake Martinez, who's 28 years old. He signed his contract the same offseason that James Bradbury did another three-year deal. And Blake Martinez tore his ACL in week three this year. So coming back from that, of course, he should have enough time to at least be ready for week one next year. But there's a chance he's cut as well. I mean, Bradbury, not Bradbury, Martinez is slated to make $14 million in 2022, has a dead cap hit of $5.5 million, meaning the Giants can save $8.5 million this offseason if uh, Blake Martinez was cut. So with coming back from the injury, having this be a new regime, having it be $8.5 million, I definitely think this one's possible as well. Now, the problem is for the Giants, they don't have much linebacking depth whatsoever. I mean, Tate Crowder is okay. They have guys like Bernardrick McKinney, guys like TJ Brunson when he plays. But yeah, I mean, the Giants don't have much linebacker depth or talent right now. So is cutting Blake Martinez a smart idea? Maybe not, but the money is still $8.5 million money talks, and I, I could see it happening, but for how thin the Giants are at that position, maybe Martinez is a guy you want to hang on to for at least another year. I have no idea, but I think it's definitely possible based on how much money they can save here, but the Giants have to be aware of the lack of depth at the inside linebacker position. Next, we have Kyle Rudolph, 32 years old. This was, I guess, pretty easy to see coming, of course. He's slated to make 74 million dollars in 2022 has a dead cap at a 2.4 million dollars the Giants can save five million dollars flat if he were cut and I know five million dollars is not like a ton of money but still you're gonna do it because Kyle Rudolph did not look right last year of course had foot surgery he's already 32 you can tell he's declining he made a couple nice plays last year at that long catch versus the Chargers had a touchdown and some other game right after that but 
Kyle Rudolph was not worth the investment whatsoever, so he was supposed to be a red zone option. He was barely using the red zone, of course, so yeah, he was definitely ineffective. He's definitely getting up there in age, and it would not shock me if he never played again at this point. I have no idea what he wants to do with his career, but the Giants should definitely want to go this route. I can definitely see Kyle Rudolph not being a part of this team next year. Next, we have Riley Dixon, our punter, 29 years old. He's slated to make $3.1 million in 2022. He has a dead cap of only $320,000. The Giants can save $2.8 million if they were to cut Riley Dixon. And Dixon had a down year in 2021. He's been declining the past couple years. He had a career low in yards per punt, and he just had some rough moments last year. So Riley Dixon, in my opinion, for sure is going to be cut. Um, at the time, it looked like a great trade by Gettleman. He traded a seventh-round pick to the Broncos to get Riley Dixon, and Dixon had a really good first year with the Giants, but then after that kind of tailed off. So it seems like it's a no-brainer cut. Hopefully the Giants can, you know, go in the draft and find somebody in round six or seven, get themselves a cheap punter, and go about it like that. Try and save money where you can. So Riley Dixon, I would be shocked if he were back on the Giants next year. Next, we have Nick Gates, the center. Well, he was a right tackle, and he was a guard, and he went to center, of course. Nick Gates is interesting, though, because He's slated to make $3 million in 2022, has a dead cap hit of almost $900,000. The Giants can save $2.1 million if Nick Gates were cut. And the problem is with Nick Gates, he's coming off this very devastating, gruesome leg injury where it required six surgeries to fix it. So we're wondering, is Nick Gates ever going to be the same player again? Can he even play next year? We don't know. So Nick Gates, while he was a league average center, he was playing pretty well, especially for the circumstances and how bad the offensive line was and center being a new position. Nick Gates is not a guarantee to be back here next year. It wouldn't surprise me if he was back, but looking at the $2.1 million they can save and looking at the bad injuries coming off of, I could see a world where the Giants want to go in a different direction. So we'll find out what happens there, but hopefully Nick Gates, if he comes back to the Giants or goes to another team, hopefully he comes back healthy and still plays well. Definitely a fan favorite, but I could see a scenario where the Giants want to go in a different direction just to save a couple million dollars. Now, as for Devontae Booker, he's going to be 30 years old next year. Booker slated to make three points. $1 million in 2022. Dead cap hit of $1 million. The Giants can save another $2.1 million here if he were cut. So yes, he did outperform Saquon Barkley in 2021 based on the numbers, but Devontae Booker is a replaceable player. I mean, the guy had a nice year. He has that, like that. He has that three-down skill set, which is nice. But Devontae Booker is not a guy that like the Giants have to keep. The Giants can find themselves at Devontae Booker in the draft in round three, four, five, six. They can find that guy in the draft at a much cheaper cost. So Booker, it's been real. He had a great season, of course. But at the same time, the Giants can go an alternative route and find someone much cheaper to get the same production out of. So in my opinion, Booker is probably going to be gone. Now, if the Giants were to do exactly all these moves, they can save around $48.3 million approximately. So that, of course, would be a very nice savings. But at the same time, you're losing a lot of talent here. Bradbury's a good player. Shepard's a good player. Barkley's a really good player. Martinez is a good player. Like You're losing talent here. It's not like you're just saving money just to save money. You have to lose some to get some. So the Giants are losing talented players, but they're also gaining money in cap space. So I don't think the Giants want to go the route of free agency that hard. I'm sure Joe Shane, he said that in his press conference, wants to draft guys and retain them and keep them here. I don't think Joe Shane wants to spend a bunch of money in free agency. So there's a chance some of these guys are kept, but the guys that I think for sure are gone are Sterling Shepard, Kyle Rudolph, Riley Dixon, and Devontae Booker. The other guys, Bradbury, Barkley, 
Martinez, Nick Gates. I can see a scenario where those guys stay, but that's a wait and see. We'll find out. But for guys that you know could be cut, I think everyone on this list is appropriately put on here for a reason. Now, there are other guys that are definitely cut candidates, guys like O'Shane Zimenez, for instance, but he doesn't make a ton of money, so I didn't even bother putting him on here. But that's a guy who didn't really show much after uh, in year three, so he'll probably be gone as well. But yeah, there are some other guys that can be cut, of course. They just don't make as much money. So that'll do it for the video. Leave in the comments, who do you think the Giants actually cut? Who do you think stays on this team for next year? Do you see Saquon Barkley getting traded? Hope you guys enjoy this video, and I'll talk to you guys next time.